Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and we have uh, here in studio today our resident wealth advisor, Philip Washington Jr. And we're going to be talking about insurance against a financial system collapse and how that relates to the system collapse of 2008. We'll talk about credit default insurance, counterparty risk, and how all of this plays into Bitcoin. If it is Friday, if it's 11 in the morning, it is time for another About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series episode. Uh, Hello, I'm Steve Casillo. And if you are out and about uh, around town, the question is why? Uh, Because uh, I was home earlier and uh, I, I am now in the studio. It took me about 20 minutes to drive three miles because I don't think I did more than 10, maybe 15 miles an hour. Heritage Parkway, I got up to 20, though. I was I was really excited about that. But uh, stay home if you can, because it may look like fluffy snow. There is a tremendous layer of ice uh, out there. And so uh, just be safe. And But another person who uh, made the trek t- to the studio, uh, he is over my left shoulder and uh, is always a pleasure to have here, is Philip Washington, Jr. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Thanks for having me. I was able to fly in on my hovercraft. There you go. <laughs> so you missed all the slipping and sliding. I missed all the slipping and sliding. And uh, so Philip is here. He is our resident wealth manager and wealth advisor. Uh, appreciate, uh, again, him being here. Uh, today, we are going to uh, uh, get deep into uh, talking about uh, financial uh, situations and specifically the the insurance against a financial system collapse. And so, Philip, let's go back historically and talk about what happened in 2008 and and is there the possibility that we can prevent what happened in 2008. So, what what happened in 2008? Uh, let's, so, let's, let's go there. The financial system almost died. And, and let me explain it this way. Americans, we are spoiled in the sense that we tend to think no way our financial system can, can collapse, right? We, you know, that happens in places like Venezuela or Argentina or Zimbabwe or Rome, right? Or France, where it happened multiple times, right? You know, no way it's going to happen to us. It's like, it's like anything else in life, you know, bad things only happen to other people. Well, uh, the United States has the best economy in the world. Yes. At no. The, at the <laughs> rel- relative to everything else. Yeah. That's not saying much. Okay. That's not saying, and, and currently, right? Because, yeah, currently, debatable, because China's coming up. But, I mean, yes, I'm an American, so yes, America. Uh, and I, I can also say that objectively, today, 20 years from now, probably not going to be the case. All right. So I digress. Back to 2008. What so, happened and how can we prevent it today? So, So 2008, the system almost collapsed. And so here, here's basically the simple version of what happened. I'm not going to go into the nerd stuff, but the way a financial system works is you have collateral that is at the base of, of a financial system, meaning a financial system is basically people um, lending money so that people can put money to work in a productive use, right? And so that's how uh, economies grow because, right, you, I give you money, you become a more efficient farmer, you produce more food that feeds more people, right? And then we take those savings and we invest somewhere else. And so that's, that's, a, that's an economy, but you have to have collateral that can make the lender feel comfortable, right? So part of it is the income, 
But part of it is, you know, you know what the, what's the collateral I can get if if you don't pay me back, you know. So we understand that from a you know home. Uh, that's that's why you know a lot of companies want you know tw- you know five to twenty percent down so they can have a cushion of, of of some collateral. But the base of the financial system, right? The current one, the base is our our, our treasury bills, right? Which are which are dollars for simple purposes. Let's call them dollars. And so um, let's let's go back to the example. So let's let's say let's say you deposit a million dollars with me, right? And I am you know, you give me a million dollars and you say, keep this safe for me and you can lend it out and make some money and we can kind of split the interest. I'm like, cool. If, you know, if, if I take your million and I lend out a million dollars worth, I can make, I can make some money on it. Yeah. If I take your million and I lend out $3 million against it, right? Meaning, uh, and people say, well, well, how can you lend out, how can you lend out 3 million? Well, like, a, um, you know, like, a. um, just understand that banks can kind of create mo- banks can create money uh, with ledgers on a database, right? So just understand that. But it, it it works if everybody doesn't want their deposit all at one time. Meaning, I can have a million and lend out three as long as you don't want your million back, right? Yeah, that uh, make, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, so and and there's a there's a safe ratio, right? But once those numbers get to fifteen to one, twenty to one, a hundred to one. If there's some sort of bad thing that happens in the economy and, and then you come back to me and you say, man, Philip, something bad happened. I need my money back. I'm like, I can't give it back to you, right? Because I only got a million in the bank, right? Uh, uh, and or let's, let's use a real number. Let's say, let's say uh, you know, uh, I have a million and I, and I lend out 20 million against it. Um, and, and 5% of my loans that I lend out go bust. Right, that mm-hmm. that wiped out the original million that I had because the rest of it is just ledgers on paper, promises to pay in the future. So I'm done. I don't have any more capital. I'm finished. I'm wiped out. I'm insolvent. That's what insolvent means. Right. In 08, what happened was they and they still they they the finance system couldn't even calculate the number of uh, the the ratio of actual treasury bills to money. It was over a hundred for sure. It was over a hundred to one. Right. But they couldn't calculate um uh how, you know how bad it was. And so um, it wasn't a run on the bank from an individual standpoint, though. So we weren't running to the bank. It was more banks saying, well, man, I don't trust any other banks because we know there's not enough money in the system and we know it just got wiped out uh, value. And a lot of folks are insolvent. Um, and literally the system almost almost went uh, bust financially. Um, so so that's, that's what happened in 08. So if every, if every bank... If every person who had a bank account went to the bank and withdrew all their money, the banks wouldn't be able to handle it. They they literally can't do it. They can't. There's not enough money in the bank to cover all of our what they tell us how deposits are in the bank because they're, they're, it's, too, it's too overleveraged. Is there a a county a, a counterparty risk? And and, and well, actually, let's start with yeah. what is a counterparty risk? And yep. So 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 that is counterparty risk where you say I'm going to let another party hold my money and. Because right once I give the bank my money, they can go lend it out and leverage it up. And if I if I come and come back to it and it's not there, um, that that's a risk, right? Yeah. Um, so that that is counterparty risk. So the insurance against a financial system collapse. We're now in 2022. 
uh, how can uh, how can consumers uh, uh, protect themselves against uh, a, a potential financial system collapse? Now, now, now you get into uh, why Bitcoin was created yeah. because th- um, think of think of Bitcoin as solving that big problem, and it, and it would be the equivalent of before Zoom meetings. Uh, if if we wanted to uh, build a relationship and communicate with somebody. That was far away. That was just, I mean, we could do it by, we could do it by phone maybe, but we really couldn't do it this way. Um, email. Or, yeah, or you can do an email, but it wouldn't, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be the same as getting context of facial cues, hand gestures, how they feel. You can get a lot of that through virtual communication. So that technology solved that problem. What Bitcoin solves is the problem of counterparty risk. And so Bitcoin is a monetary network where you can store and transfer value without the banks. So going back to the example, you got a million dollars. You no longer have to place it with me, Philip, because I'm because I'm the single point of failure. You you the Bitcoin network is distributed among, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of computers around the world. So that that uh, the ledger of who owns what, right? Remember I was saying they that's that's basically what the mm-hmm. banks do. The ledger of who owns what. It's not distributed on one computer with one person who can change it or do whatever they want to do. It's distributed across uh, an entire network. Um, and so, uh, and, and, and those rules around it can't be changed by a small group of people, right? I mean, I'm not going to go into how it can be changed, but basically for all intents and purposes, it's not changeable. Um, and so that is the Bitcoin network. So you, you, you can comfortably store your value and transfer value on the network Without the need for an intermediary, which is eliminating counterparty risk, I guess it would be it would be very similar to, you know, you and I were talking before about the Joe Rogan podcast, and I was explaining to you the people that are trying to cancel him don't understand technology because a podcast is just the RSS feed, right, on the right. internet, and the internet is a distributed network of computers around the world. So, um, the RSS feed, you know, there's lot there's that's what my, my podcast and your podcast is on Apple. You know, Audible, Spotify, because the feed pushes it all out there, and so to cancel it, you got to have every you got to have every platform not post Joe Rogan. And even in that example, people just, people that they really want to, they can just go to the RSS feed, you know, directly. Rather which, directly, right? Y- y- yeah, and so that's the same with Bitcoin. It's like you, you can't cancel it. You know, it's not cancelable um, because it's not controlled by one entity, and that is why you see so many. Um, that's, that's why you see Russia. Uh, we talked about doing Bitcoin mining. That's why you see CEO the CEO switching over once they understand technology. That's why you see the young folks like us that got in technology. We're like, oh yeah, I don't trust the dollar-based system. Count too much counterparty risk. I want right. to store my real value um, in a distributed ledger over hundreds of thousands or millions of computers. And you know, maybe in a, a week or two, or maybe in an upcoming episode, we can uh, we can really just break down. What Bitcoin is, because a lot of people my age, of retirement age, are afraid of new things. What is Bitcoin? Well, uh, you know, maybe we can do a Bitcoin 101 session for for the people my age and and explain to them that it's. Um, I remember this. This is kind of like when eBay came up, and everybody <laughs> was making fun of eBay that that um, that oh this online auctions oh it's it'll never work. And yet then 
and and the same thing with PayPal. Mm-hmm. PayPal became <laughs> oh, it's got a silly name and and uh, it, it'll never work. And these are now standard technologies in every uh, not everybody's life, but almost everybody's lives. eBay, PayPal, Amazon, uh, and Bitcoin is going to become. A, a, a part of people's lives. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. So yeah, yeah. I, I, that'd be a good idea to do an episode on that. Okay. If people want more information about uh, uh, the, w- whether their financial system is going to collapse or if, <laughs> if people have any questions about financial management, uh, whether it's their own or their business uh, accounts, how can they get a hold of you? Best place to go is stonehillwealthmanagement.com. has all of my contact information, my social media links, and a link to all my podcasts on uh, the all the major channels. Philip Washington Jr. We'll do it again next week. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get y'all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.